Welcome. You're listening to the Making the Shift podcast, where you learn how to go from employee to CEO and build a wildly successful coaching or yoga business. I built my coaching business while working as a teacher, and now I'm obsessed with helping other women do the same. Each week, I will teach you high-level mindset and business strategies that you can implement right away. I'm your host, life and business coach, Denise Venieri. Hello, friends. Welcome back. This is the bonus episode, so part two of the Making the Shift Happen series, which is all about setting and hitting your business goals for next year. So as I said, today is part two, and you can certainly listen to this out of order, but I highly recommend you go back and listen to part one. I break down exactly how to set a goal that is appropriate for where you are in your business, how to break it down, and then check in and revisit that goal throughout the year. I'm going to do a quick recap of what we spoke about yesterday, which was essentially how to hit your annual revenue goal, but I went in depth on each of these yesterday, so I'm not going to do that today. So if you need a little bit more guidance, please go back and listen to episode number seven. Okay, so here's the rundown from yesterday's podcast. Number one, you are going to set a goal for your revenue for next year. And for some of you, that might be mean, you know, maybe your goal is how many courses you want to sell or how many clients you'd like to serve, something along those lines. Two, check in with your belief on a scale of one to 10 and ask yourself why you gave it that number. Number three, allow your brain to provide all the objections that it has. So every thought that comes up about why maybe you can't do that, like why you gave yourself a six or a seven, let all those objections come up. You're going to take every single one of those objections and turn it into strategy. So those objections become the roadmap for you to achieve the goal. And then you will break down your goal into smaller goals. So annually, quarterly, and monthly. And then knowing what your current offer is. So for example, like your price, and then how many of those would you have to sell per month to hit that monthly goal? Seven is what are your thoughts about that monthly goal? And then you will take those objections and turn that into your monthly plan. Evaluate every single month and whatever result you get, do not take it personal. It's just math. It's just numbers. And if you take the numbers personal, it can derail you from eventually hitting your goal consistently and perhaps even exceeding your goal. So remember that the monthly goal is an average. So there may be some months that are higher and others that are lower, and that's totally fine. You want to be able to evaluate it. Okay, so now I know some of you are wondering what you can do to ensure that you hit your goals. So this might be a little bit of a mind bend, so stay with me. You have to release your grip on it. You have to let it go. Yes, (laughs) because we can use our goals for us or against us. And I've totally been guilty of this, and I still catch myself from time to time. So essentially, you can use the goal to help you grow. So if you have a goal that is beyond what you have created for your business in the past, which That to me is the definition of a goal. (laughs) And you are using that as a means to think differently in your business, like you're innovating in your business, thinking about different tools and assets and how you can serve more people. That 
is going to help you grow as an entrepreneur because you are living into the person who has already achieved that goal. You're starting to think like that person. So you're growing into that person. And let's say you don't hit your goal in a 12-month calendar year. Let's say you don't hit it in January of 2022, but you hit it in March of 2022. Are you going to make it mean something that you hit it in 15 months instead of 12? Are you really going to care? Here's the thing. If you already feel uncomfortable at the thought of not hitting it by some time that you set, then you have too much of a grip on your goal. You have to give it some breathing room. You have to release it because we can use our goals against us. You can use it to beat yourself up. And when you are really attached to your goal and you have this really tight grip on it, your brain is going to perceive things happening in your business as though they aren't working. It's going to use your goal as evidence of you not working, and then you will beat yourself up. And that is not going to serve you going forward for the next month or even the next day. This is how you end up sitting on the couch for three days straight, feeling sorry for yourself and watching Netflix. Instead of looking at it objectively from a place of it not being personal, of just looking at the data, just looking at the math, and just looking at the numbers, and evaluating what is working, and then what isn't, and what can I try next month? You lose the ability to evaluate from that place when you have such a tight grip on your goal. So today, I'm going to talk about the difference between commitment and attachment to our goals. So in yoga, there's this concept that translates to non-attachment, and I think it's a super useful concept that we can also apply to our businesses. Whenever I teach it, though, my clients and my students usually ask me, doesn't that mean I like won't care about my business? And when we are not attached, that is not the same thing as not caring. So I want to talk about non-attachment as being committed and is not the same as not caring. It's actually quite the opposite. So when you aren't attached and you are committed instead, you care a lot about your business right here and right now. You just aren't attached to how you think it should go. So actually, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So let me dive in first to the difference between commitment and attachment, because I think we can get confused about which one we're in. So we might think we are committed, but really we're attached. So firstly, let's talk about what does being attached to a goal look like? So for one, you try to hustle your way to your goal. And one of the ways you might be hustling is you are changing your circumstances constantly or questioning your circumstances constantly. So what are the circumstances of your business? So it could be your offer or your price or your niche. You are changing things weekly, maybe even client by client just to hit the goal. And when you are in this hustle attached energy where you make things, you make changes just to hit the goal, you make other poor decisions just to hit your goal. And they may not be in, in integrity with your overall business plan. So like taking on clients that aren't in your niche. You're also willing to negotiate your time rather than sticking to clear boundaries. And so why do you do this? 
because you are feeling attached to the overall goal. You don't trust your brain or yourself to hit the goal. When you feel attached to your goal, it literally means you are not in belief that it is possible. Like you have no trust and no faith in it being inevitable. And when you are there, you're so attached to the goal, you feel like you have to make it happen. And you are using the evidence before you. So the the data, the monthly data, you're using that as evidence that it isn't working rather than telling yourself that it is. And you hardly ever step into your belief because you feel so attached to hitting the goal that you think you have to keep doing more stuff to make it happen. And the result is either you don't hit the goal or you do and you are exhausted or confused by the time you get there. And it makes it more difficult to know how to repeat that again next year because you kept changing things all of the time. There was no real consistency in your business. If you weren't attached but simply committed, you wouldn't be hustling or negotiating to make it happen. So here's why you might feel attached to your goal. So a great question to ask yourself to find this out for yourself is what are you making it mean about you if you don't hit this goal? So you might be having some of the following thoughts and there are other sneaky ones in in there, but um, so this isn't like an exhaustive list, but here are just some of the thoughts you might be having that are creating a feeling of attachment. I'll be a success when I hit my goal. I'll have a real business when I hit that goal. I'm not a real coach until I'm making X, Y, Z, or I have X number of clients. I don't have a real business unless I'm failing. It's not working. It's not enough. I'm not enough. These are all kinds of thoughts that I've heard. And when we get down to it, it's these kinds of thoughts that create attachment to the goal because we are making the goal mean something about our business and ourselves. You have all sorts of thoughts about what it means if you don't hit it. And it is these thoughts that can create the feeling of attachment. Sometimes it's a feeling of graspiness or desperation. So you concern yourself with the outcome, the goal, at the sacrifice of the work you're doing right now. So instead of just staying committed to your offer or to your niche or to the boundaries that you set with your work calendar, you end up sacrificing those things. You sacrifice what you are working on right now because you just want to hit that number. And you also think it has to go a certain way. You have it in your mind that your business is going to follow a particular roadmap. And then you try to force it to happen because you want it to happen the way that you envisioned it rather than letting your business unravel itself for you and evolve naturally the way it was always meant to. And when it doesn't happen like that, the way you envisioned it, you have all sorts of thoughts. And then you feel like shit. And just take a guess. When you're feeling like shit, graspy, desperate, attached, just take a guess how you're going to show up in your business when you feel that way. You end up not wanting to do anything. You micro quit and don't take any action in your business. 
So this shows up for coaches when they obsess over how many clients they don't have or how much they aren't making. I see the same for yoga teachers when they make it mean something about themselves by the number of students that attend their class or their workshop. They say there were only two students in this class, or they only sold five instead of the 10 spots for the workshop. You end up focusing on what you don't have rather than what you do. So again, you are sacrificing the work that is right in front of you because you're so attached to this vision and this goal that you have in your mind. And when this happens, you question whether you can even do this work if you're cut out for it. You're so attached to the goal that you literally question everything, not just about your business, but even about yourself. Your own personal value gets like intertwined into the goal because you are so attached to getting that goal. And attachment really comes from a lack or scarcity mindset. And I teach the model. I've taught it a few times. We all know that our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings drive our actions and our actions determine the results that we are getting. So if we are having thoughts that are coming from a lack or scarcity mindset and we are feeling attached, then of course we're going to get that result in our business. So if you're having thoughts from a place of lack or scarcity, you're going to be attached to your goal. And then you're going to either do a lot of things to try to make the goal happen or you're going to quit. And when we all know it's not just the actions, but it's the thoughts that are driving the feelings and the actions. So essentially what it means to be attached, it's you are attached to the outcome and your goal. It's at the sacrifice of you, your belief, your work, and the people you have right in front of you. And not to mention your goal, the very thing that you are after. And your goal ends up being all about you and not the people you are serving. But when you practice non-attachment, you let go of the outcome. You trust that however many clients you have or how much money you have made, it's the exact number you are meant to have right now. You have belief, trust, and faith that you will still hit your goal because you are committed to the overall outcome, but not the how and not the when. Commitment has a very different feeling than attached. Commitment comes from an abundant mindset. You don't need to know how or when you will hit the goal, so you don't need to force it or hustle for it. When you are committed, you trust and believe in its inevitability. When you are committed to the goal, you are willing to evaluate what you are doing from a place of objectivity. You don't make it personal. You evaluate what is working, what isn't, and what you can try next. And if you have a pity party, you don't let it derail you for days. When you are committed, you keep going and you keep taking massive action. I did a podcast a few episodes back that was all about the difference between passive action and massive action, but essentially massive action is you keep taking action until you get the goal, but you do this from a place of belief 
and a place of knowledge because you're able to evaluate how you've created the result you have so far. So the actions you take from commitment are very different than the ones you take from attachment. The energy is completely different. And you will ensure that you will hit the goal and the whole time you have gratitude for your business and the people you serve. When you are committed, the time it takes doesn't even matter. You are willing to entertain hitting the goal a month or two months later than you wanted. And it won't mean a thing about you or your business. You actually become more committed to your own evolution as an entrepreneur on the way to hitting the goal because you aren't attached to it. It really becomes about who you become by setting the goal and then going after it. So really ask yourself this question. Will you care if you hit 100K in 14 months instead of 12? Or sign five clients in two months instead of one? Or that you have to work in your full time an extra six weeks until you can resign? So how do you enter into a place of commitment rather than attachment? You know I'm not going to just teach strategy because it's the thought work that drives the strategy. So here are five thoughts that help me stay in the feeling of commitment rather than attachment. So I love this thought and it's, I am so privileged to do this work. I love what I do. And I truly see it as a privilege to work with every single one of my clients. I love all of my clients deeply, and it is truly a privilege that I can work with them. I see this podcast as a privilege that I get to come on here each week and share what I have learned and that people are spending time with me each week when they listen to the podcast, that there are hundreds of women in my Facebook group. I see that as a privilege too. So another thought I like to think because it shifts me into abundance immediately is my goal is inevitable. And I really do believe that. I don't care how long it will take. I'm willing to wait however long it takes and I'll keep going until I get it. So my goal truly is inevitable. And I don't make it mean anything about me if I don't hit it in the time frame that I'd like to. I'm willing to let go of that. Another thought, I don't need to know the how. I'll know the how when I achieve the goal and I can look back at how I did it. I don't need to know the how now. I may want to just like everybody else. I would love a magic eight ball that tells me exactly what steps to take, but that's just not how it works. We never get to know ahead of time where our business will lead us. And that's actually a beautiful thing. That's part of the fun. We just get to decide as we go along. Of course, you can make educated decisions, but ultimately, you won't know for sure. You'll know when you have your goal and you can look back and retrace your steps. So another thought, my final thought that I'll leave you guys with is it's none of my business when I hit my goal. Whether it's a monetary goal or a client goal, it's none of my business when I'll hit it. None of that really matters. It's only my business what I am doing right now and how I am showing up in this very moment. 
And when you think it's your business, notice where that takes you versus being in the belief of it's just none of your business when you hit it. That is being super committed to your goal, but not attached to it. Those are just a few. There are others, but I think those are plenty to chew on. So anytime I feel myself slipping into attachment, I come back to these thoughts and remind myself. And then I feel committed, certain, calm, confident. So check in with yourself. In what ways are you attached to your goal? What are you making it mean about you? How can you step into commitment? What abundant thoughts can you think instead that make you feel committed? And think about it. If you had abundant thoughts that made you feel committed, you would take aligned action and just keep going. And if you kept doing that, you would eventually hit your goal. Okay, until next week, keep making some epic shifts. Hey, if you're ready to grow your business, I want to invite you to learn about coaching with me. Set up a time by going to denisefineri.com forward slash consult. We spend one third of our lives at work and it can be purposeful and profitable while having the impact that you want. So until next week, go make some epic shifts. Thanks for tuning in.